what's going down, party people. It is your girl. You know what time it is because I bring it every single time, every day, all day. You know what we do. It's your girl, the radical redhead, Cole Phillips, coming to you yet again with a fire episode of No Ordinary Church Girl, candid conversations on love, pain, and everything in between. What's up, family? How you feeling? I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling okay. That's all I'm going to say. I'm feeling okay. I'm not too high. I'm not too low. I'm feeling pretty mellow. You like that? She's Hopefully. spicy today, actually. You know what? That's not, nobody asked you. Nobody but asked you. You were about you. to ask me. I was. So since you said it, let's go ahead and, what do we do? I don't even know what it's called anymore. I don't even know. I don't know if I, I want to call it Last week's that. news. Is it really, you though? You most certainly will use. Or won't. Yeah, will there you go. won't use. We yeah, we'll just drop will it. Won't. <laughs> we'll just drop it. There we go. Last week's news you most certainly won't use. All right. So we're, uh, yeah. How you doing there, buddy? Doing fine. Feeling attacked this morning, but uh, I'm okay. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's uh, uh, for my ladies, because I know the gentlemen don't care. That's not the point. So, um, yeah, Italian Stallion is officially messing with my ratings because many of you ladies like listening just because you want to hear him talk when I allow him to talk. And he's messed it up because he decided to find a woman that he wanted to anchor down with and make his wife. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, you know, that was so selfish of me. I should have uh, I should have left myself single forever just for your ratings. That's right. I should have. For the sake of our friendship, being you know, my right. brother. You know, right? Hold on. Let me call her right now and just yeah, say just it's over. Yeah, just tell her it's over. <laughs> hey, babe. Cole says I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I know. And I'm not sorry. You can have the house and one dog. Okay. Okay. Well, I did love you too. Okay, bye. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I just had fun with that. You know what? It's a very vain world we live in. Very lustful world we live in. And what can I say? The ladies like to hear you talk. Okay? And there may be some guys that do too. I mean, I've heard it from both, so it's okay. <laughs> no shade. Okay? We don't do that here in Knock Nation, but uh, yeah. Don't be looking at me like that. If y'all could see him, it's like, did you really just go there? I did, because I love you, and I love a good joke. And that was an okay one. I know it wasn't my best. I'm not. I'm not. Right. Yeah, I know. It's okay. But ladies, just know he'll, he'll keep talking. You can still listen, but I'm going to need you not to be fantasizing. That's not what this podcast is. Okay, there's others out there. You can, uh, you know, do what you do. I'm going to pray for you. But, that you know, enjoy my guy. But uh, it's uh, back to school time. Yeah. Pretty interesting. As we were preparing for the virtual environment that we are in, um, we'll say the prophetic professor, as you all know, my baby boy, Sean, came to me and told me within a week before school started, he said, I need to know where my office will be because I can't have y'all interrupting me. Y'all do too much. Y'all make too much noise. Who is y'all? First of all, you and TJ. Um, we live here and. I don't know what to tell you. Work that out. He's like, well, I need, I need quiet. I need space where I can focus. He has his process. It's the actor in him, y'all. So I said, okay, well, where do you want to be? First, he wanted to be in the back room, which we kind of transformed into somewhat of an office when my mom moved back. And he was like, nah, I feel too closed in. I, I don't, I don't feel like I can move very much in there. TJ can be in there. TJ didn't care. He's like, it's whatever. You know, that's usually his response. It's whatever. You ask him something. It's fine. It don't matter. Like those are his phrases. 
What are you going to say? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. I'm still attacking y'all. I, I see. You know what? That wasn't an attack. I just looked at you. I felt I felt the vibe that what you, you wanted to come do? to his defense. But he does. That's that's typically what you men do. You don't say very well, much. No, but you have to understand mm-hmm. from a male's perspective at that age. Which I am not a man, so go ahead and lie to me. Right. So trying to understand it is like a man trying to understand a woman. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. We can mm-hmm. pretend we understand. Mm-hmm. But we can just accept. Is that what it is? Accept and adapt. Is, is that what it is? Yeah. Let me help both. You know, let me help everybody right now. You need to seek to understand. Okay. No. Oh. Seek for acceptance. Oh. Oh. Wow. Because you can never truly understand what's inside of somebody because you aren't in there. Is that what that is? You got to seek for acceptance. Oh, acceptance. Because you got to accept the way that other people feel and think mm-hmm. and things like that, especially that like a partner or a child or things like that. Is that what that is? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You can stop talking now. <laughs> I will turn my mic off. Gosh, I couldn't help it, y'all. I, I haven't seen Italian Stallion in a little bit. So, you know, anytime I don't see him for a little while, I, I have to have a little fun, throw a little jab here and there. A.K.A. pick on me. I, I do. But that's <laughs> that's what, look, brothers and sisters, if if you have sisters and, and you're a guy or if you have brothers and you're a girl, you understand. That's just the nature of what we do. We poke fun. Now. It's okay when you do it that way. You can't do it when you're the love interest. It doesn't work the same. Like it doesn't. It's there's a there's a sensitivity button that comes up and you're like, that's not funny. Why did you do that? I lost that button a long time ago. See what I mean? I do that. See? See? But if you can't No. If you can't you can't accept it. Like no. if, if you you can dish it, but mm-hmm. you can't take it. Yeah. Then we got a, we got an issue. But if they don't dish, then what do you do? <laughs> then you're not with the right person. <laughs> Because I need a trash talker. Oh, I need someone Lord. looking at me and be like, you're being stupid. And that's like, why you, you have guys. What? You're right. See, that's where that's where your guys' friends come in, okay? Nah, not necessarily. Oh, Dudes you know. don't really care. Really? Nah. Oh, so, making, you, so you need us to they're care. Making, they're making dumb mistakes also, so. Oh, I that? mean, yeah, we need to see. Here we go, y'all. I think, oh, boy, so here we go. Yeah, we're going to drop here some knowledge. Go, go ahead. Mm-hmm. We're going to drop knowledge. <laughs> but it's good to have fun because if it's only relationship stuff uh-huh it, it can't always be fun that way no, no. it was too serious it's too yeah is that what it is it's right no. laughter Laughter's cures a lot. Good. it does does happiness happiness why you keep giving me that look because it's fun to do right why? now <laughs> and that is literally a lot of what's been going on in my house right now laughter uh, a little bit a little, little laugh really I'm asking. That was a question. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase. People are laughing at you. There you go. That, that felt like you cared. my inflection there, that, to go that up made at the me, end. That made, yeah, I apologize. That's good. that's good. Yeah, just a little bit. People are laughing at me. They're poking fun at me. They just think I'm funny. It's okay. You guys will find out who that person's been primarily very, very soon. <laughs> but the virtual environment anyway is interesting. Can I say we're back to... Someone I'm teaching again, and I'm not a teacher of geometry or science. I can do a little Spanish, though. Spanish, I can handle. But the other stuff, nah. So shout out to the parents who uh, have been working through that right now. I feel your pain. It is very irritating right now. And especially since I have a sophomore who is um, figuring that that world out, too. So we're going into the next phase. He's upperclassmen and all that craziness. So yeah, y'all, y'all pray for me because it's 
it's busy. It's busy in the house, and I ain't sure how I feel about it yet. It's a little, it's a little heavy. So good luck to you when when B starts because next week. I think yeah. I think what they're saying is what three weeks virtual and then going back to school so far. So far. Who knows? I know that I think uh, some schools in Dallas are yeah they not are until January. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guess, there was one that started and then they pulled back. It appears. Uh, yeah, you know, it's kind of a double-edged sword. Everything going on. Yeah, it's kind of a darned if you do, darned if you don't. Because mm-hmm. I'll tell you right now, ninety-nine percent of parents aren't made to homeschool their kids. No, and they're not supposed to be. No, like that's not what we're supposed to do. It is it's uh, a different type of patience because it's your kid. Well, not only patience, it's kind of like it's not hard. I mean, it's it's way harder to coach your own child. Yeah. Because you have no patience. I mean, you. I mean, most people. I sure as heck don't. Yeah. Like when I'm telling my son like, during basketball or anything, I expect him to be like on it. Yeah. But kids usually, in a lot of cases, learn better from other coaching. Yeah. Just because they don't have any kind of personal connection, they can grow a personal connection, but there's more of a obli- uh, obligatory connection. Yeah, yeah. No, it's very it's a true. Parent. I agree. So then they have to worry about messing up more and worry about this, and then usually they come shut home, down. Like, yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's just kind of what it is psychologically. Cause they're like, oh man, he's not proud of me. No, it's that I know what you're capable of. And they can't quite differentiate the two of not being proud and expecting the best. I agree. I agree. So some people just aren't made for that. No, it is. It's a gift. If you're doing it and you're doing it well, I applaud you because it's a gift. This should tell you how much teachers are underpaid. Oh, man. Just from all of this. Oh, man. Yeah. Like they should be up there with doctors and lawyers. Absolutely. But this also tells how much we undervalue education. No kidding. It's all political. That that if that doesn't tell you, and this is also why to my individuals who do consulting and, and they're different things outside of, say, the government standard of education, right? This is also why they charge what they charge, because honestly, that's what it should be. That's what it should be. Absolutely. Education is something that once you have that knowledge and you learn how to apply that knowledge, nobody can ever take it from you. Nobody. But that's it. That's all. Right. But it's one of the most undervalued, both in corporate America, the schools, what have you. And personally, those who take the time to invest in knowledge go so much farther, period. 100%. You know, so it's going to be interesting. This virtual world stuff. Mm, There's got to it, be it's, some things that develop from this. There's got to be some better ways to teach our kids. Yeah. Yeah. There has to be, because as of right now, there hasn't been any developments in that area. There's Zoom. but I Which mean, we that's, all know. I mean, there, there, there has to be something that somebody somewhere. Oh, it's there. It's up. the question of, do you want to invest in it? Right. The technology is there. They oh, have ways absolutely. they can do online training all day long. Do you want to invest in it? And the problem is our government doesn't want to. Doesn't That's want true. to. Well, I mean, you think you, even if you take the government out of it, no one wants to. Indeed. I mean, you're talking about businesses. You're talking about individuals who yep. have a service that they need to teach. Yep. People do not want to invest in something like that because they don't find it as important as they should. And what's crazy is that in my line of work, ever since COVID, you know, all started, people have been being like, oh, man, I don't have the content that I'm supposed to have out mm-hmm. there. People aren't finding me. I'm like, this is what I've been trying to tell you right. for a long time. Right. If you don't have a presence, the world shuts down, then no one sees you. There you go. Nobody. nobody. Not that you're not a nobody. Please don't think that. It's just, again, understanding business 101. Exactly. <laughs> so there you go. I keep telling y'all, I think we're going to change the bite. It's news you absolutely can use. A little drop of, 
I don't know. We're going to call it something. I don't think we can news. something. Yeah. I'm not talking to personal anymore. Last week's news you most certainly will use. There you go. You choose. We'll end it like that. Choose your own adventure. Choose There you go. Choose to chew on it or spit it out. I don't know. Don't worry. I'll have something. You guys know how I am. We'll come up with something soon. <laughs> so there you go. How you like that? Hopefully you enjoy. <laughs> so let's talk about the topic today. Kill the noise. Kill the noise. I have been, I would say, I don't want to say annoyed, but I have been. I've been a little annoyed, a little irritated, a little frustrated. I don't know. Um, all of the above regarding this world and regarding the stresses and strains of what is happening to many since this pandemic started. And what I'm coming to find is there is so much noise. There is so much that we are consuming every single day, whether it be the fact that you've lost your job, whether it be the fact that maybe your family is finding out about how not you have how you have not built your family dynamic in terms of being closer. Now, maybe you're dealing with just the stresses of your uh, work, work life balance is not what it used to be. The point is you got a lot of noise, a lot of noise. And when you have a lot of noise, what it does is it keeps you up at night. Even when you're up, you're, you're constantly moving. Your mind is in a state of rapid movement to the point where you're exhausted and you don't even understand why, right? You're just, you're just tired all the time. Even if you are a person who has been taking care of your body, you know, um, eating and, and, and resting and doing those different types of things, the world we live in right now is so consuming and so exhausting that I don't even think you realize how much noise you have in your mind. So today I'm going to take you down a road with Philippians. This is Paul, the Apostle Paul uh, speaking here from a flip Philippians 4. And I'm reading from the Amplified Version. So it's Philippians 4, starting at the sixth verse. Do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, every circumstance and situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific requests known to God. And the peace of God, that, that peace which reassures the heart, that peace which peace, excuse me, which transcends all understanding, that peace which stands guard over your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus is yours. So the key word that's in there is peace. That's all I kept hearing and kept reading was peace, 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 peace. What are you doing to protect your peace? And I want you to think about that. What are you doing to protect your peace? Do you have a routine in place where you have a moment to yourself not the obligations that you have, say, to your children, to your spouse, uh, to your boyfriend or girlfriend, how, however, you know, whatever you have going in your life, your businesses, whatever. Do you have a moment where you step away and you have a moment to yourself? Not with someone, to yourself. Here's why I'm asking you that question. If you can't find in your day, every single day, that you take time to step away from everyone and get your peace, you don't have any because you're too obligated everywhere else. You got to be here. You got to be doing that. You got to make sure this is done. Your mind is constantly going. So then you start taking on the stresses and strains of others, right? Um, I told you we're in the virtual environment with my kids. And, and although they're, they're handling it in stride, I'm always thinking what's next after what's next. That's the visionary in me. I don't know how to turn that off. But I will tell you what I have learned since being in this pandemic is to turn it off, meaning I've got to ha have a moment in every day to just be still. 
to just not think about nothing but whatever comes in that's a peaceful state of mind. So if it's me sitting on a beach and and hearing affirmations in my mind or speaking those affirmations aloud, guess what I'm going to do? I'm doing it. If it's me uh, going in my closet and this is, I got to tell you, this is my way of getting away if I can't leave the house. If it's me going in my closet and, uh, you know, it's dark and I just, I'm still, I'm just laying down on the floor and just praying and just thinking about the things I have in my life, the things I'm grateful for, the things like being able to breathe and having activity of my limbs and to be, the, to be able to have a sound mind, to uh, be healthy, right? To have two very healthy boys who are active and excited about life despite what's happening right now, right? Those are things to be grateful for. Those are things that you can anchor yourself every single day because if you anchor yourself in how am I going to pay this bill? How am I going to be able to save money again? How am I going to be able to care for the kids? How am I going to get back and forth to work? How am I going to pay for the gas? How am I going to pay the light bill? How am I going to pay rent? Like what, how am I going to pay the mortgage? How am I going to take care of uh, this month's business expenses? Whatever it is, if you're in that state of mind constantly, you're wearing yourself out. I'm going to go a step further. A dear friend of mine, um, moved to New York several years ago, actually now, um, very fit woman, very fit woman. She has, um, been a fitness competitor when it comes to the fitness world and fitness industry recently had a stroke shortly after her birthday and seeing her post about it. And the reason she posted about it is because again, exterior, she looks healthy, but inside in her spirit, there was so much stress, so much anxiety that she ended up having a stroke. The silent areas in your life that are noise. So what am I saying? The stress. Stress is a silent killer. Stress has a way of being there without you acknowledging it's there. Some of you are not big on politics, right? So you just say, hey, it is what it is. Whatever president is in office, it's going to be what's going to be. But then you may have people around you who are constantly talking about it. On your news feed, when it comes to your Instagrams or your Facebook pages or Snapchat, all you see is people talking about this, this uh, our current president or who's going to be the next president and all these different um, areas of stressors that they are concerned about. Believe it or not, you're having to filter that stuff and get it out of your spirit. That's a way of pressure in the body. And in her case, she spoke about that, the pandemic, what it's done um, with her business, what it's done into her industry, and then uh, everything that's involved with politics right now. It was a lot that she was taking in and didn't realize how much she was taking in until her body told her, I don't want that to be you. And so when I tell you the anxiety, why are you claiming it? A scripture that I love and lean on, and many of you know it probably as well, is 2 Timothy 1 and 7. I tell my sons about it. I remind them about it all the time. It is their scripture primarily, of course, my oldest, because his name is Timothy. But I tell them, God is not giving you the spirit of fear. God is not, can I, can I put some other words in there? God is not giving the spirit of anxiety. God is not giving you the spirit of stress. God is not giving you persecution. God is not giving you pressure. God is not giving you pain, okay? God will stretch you. And he will stretch you to strengthen you. So think about when you are working out. I always love using this analogy. He will stretch that muscle. But once it gets to a point where it's time to rest, he will cause you to rest so that you can heal, right? So it can be repaired. But when you come back out, you're stronger and you realize it. So God will do things to stretch you, but he will not do things that will, that will break you. Okay? That's not, that's not God's goal. That's not God's plan. And so God is not giving you the spirit of anxiety. 
And I realize some of us deal with it from more of a chemical imbalance. When we had Jordan on and we talked about it from his podcast, uh, Catch Me on the Rebound, he talked about mental health and mental illness. And I understand that there is a big difference between mental illness. I'm talking about mental health. I'm talking about the things you feed your mind. If you spend more time on your newsfeed seeing everybody else's life and you find yourself comparing yourself to theirs in terms of why your life isn't like their life, I'm going to challenge you to turn it off. If you spend more time on your social media or even talking with your friends, debating issues about stress and what's going to happen, well, you know, they're doing this and they're doing that. And I believe, turn it off. God has not given you the spirit of stress, anxiety, worry, doubt, pressure, persecution. That's not what he's given you, but he has given you love, power, and self-discipline or sound mind. Self-discipline is really you taking charge of your life and making a decision to say, I don't accept this. And it takes discipline. It takes you giving up a thing to gain a thing. So maybe for you, it's turning off the social media. Maybe it's for you getting off social media for a whole month. I know it maybe sound drastic for some of you. Maybe you use it as a form of business. Guess what? Find somebody else that you can trust, develop whatever content you need to put out, have them do it for the whole month, but you disconnect. Do what you have to do to kill the noise or the noise will kill you. Do what you have to do to kill the noise or the noise will kill you. Also your self-talk. I want to challenge you in how you're talking to yourself because that's the biggest culprit of all. It is not the external factors that hurt you. It's the one that's internal and that's you. What are you saying to yourself? Are you in a defeated state of mind? Are you allowing the loss of your job? And let me be very clear. I am not minimizing it. I've been there. I've been laid off and let go three different times in corporate America. And each time was not ideal. The first time it happened, my son had turned one. My oldest. I'll never forget it. I walked in, found out I was being let go. And I was done dirty by a girl. She did me absolutely dirty. And the bad part of it all, the way she twisted and turned that thing, it looked like I really was doing something wrong when in reality I was extending a hand of help to her. But because one day I told her she couldn't go do or leave work early, she decided, well, I'm going to turn this on you. And she did. But in the end, it worked out. That company doesn't even exist anymore. But that's not even the point. Do I remember it? Absolutely. November 1st, in 2005, it was a very painful moment for me because I'm ready to go celebrate my son. And I had to struggle with, I don't have a job. And my baby just turned one. And this is supposed to be an exciting time. And all I can think about is I lost my job. Do you know I took my own joy from myself? <laughs> Nobody else did that. Because when you really think about your life, when you really think about the control you have, you have the power. Again, 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says what? For God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind or self-discipline. He gave you the power to take control of how you speak to yourself. He gave you the power to take control of whatever external factors may happen. You have the option to respond differently. Today, I want to charge you to do not worry. Do not stress. That's Philippians 4, starting at the sixth verse, is telling you, do not worry. Don't be in a state of anxiety. If God allowed it, Rest assured, he has a plan to see you through it. So I want to challenge you to grow through it. Don't just go through this moment, grow through this moment. As you're going through all that's happening to you, whether it's job loss, whether it's, you know, finding different things about your family you didn't know that are, are actually being revealed, whatever it is, I need you to grow through it. And how do you grow through it? You look for the lessons. 
If you find out that your kids are more crazier than you thought, and I'm, I'm, I'm joking, but I'm not joking. <laughs> you found out that you're more disconnected and they don't like to talk to you as much as you thought they did because maybe you were too busy. Maybe you were working so much that they're just like, yeah, you know, you're going to be gone again anyway. Or maybe you realize in that same vein, you haven't been as present as you could have been. And now you have the opportunity to be so. Do it. Do it. Or maybe you're the person who should have been working for themselves long ago. Maybe God called you to entrepreneurship and you have been too afraid to take the step because your fear of, of rejection and acceptance of acknowledgement and affirmation. Let me tell you, you don't need any of that. It's all in the word of God. All you need to do is take the step, grow through it as you grow. And as you go, he's going to give you every step. He's going to tell you every weight. And I'm a living witness to it. Every time I've made a decision to just grow and go, I've seen great things transpire in my life. And that's why I'm, I'm staying in this vein for whoever needs to hear it. Grow through it. If you just go through something, you literally have wasted that time. And time is not something that is infinite. Time is definite. We all have a set date or time of when we are going to expire from this earth. Make sure you are maximizing every moment by growing through it, not just going through it, not just existing, not just allowing life to happen to you. But you got to kill the noise. And the noise is the anxiety. The noise is the stress, doubt and worry. The noise is allowing the chatter of others and their their criticism and their their reasoning for what you should be doing. <laughs> their desires of your life versus the desires of your own. It's time to kill the noise or the noise is going to kill you. So I'm going to read this scripture again to you. I really want you to meditate on that. You, and you know me, this is the Amplify version, but I want you to take whatever version you find that speaks to you. The point is I need you to take it in, meditate on it, live it out. Again, it's Philippians 4, starting at the sixth verse. Do not be anxious or worried about anything. That health scare that you're dealing with, don't worry about it. Do what you know you need to do, which is continue to take care of yourself. That job that may end, don't worry about it. Keep perfecting your skills. Get better at who you know you are and what you're gifted at. There will be another opportunity that's going to come to you. That child that maybe not, maybe doesn't want to talk to you or not listening to you or just frustrated with life right now, don't worry about it. Continue to pray over them. Continue to speak life over them. Continue to talk to them in a positive manner. God will take care of the rest. Don't worry or be anxious about anything, but in everything, every circumstance and situation by prayer and petition. What is a petition? You don't stop talking about it. You don't stop talking in to God about what the desires of your heart is and how you can get in alignment with him to see it come to pass. You keep talking about it. You don't say it once and done. Hey, Lord, I'm, I'm still believing that you will help me work through this situation right now on the job. Lord, I'm, I'm believing that you're going to help me figure out how to better to communicate with my child. Lord, I'm believing that you're opening up opportunities for me to showcase my skills as a businesswoman or man. Keep talking about it. Keep affirming what you're believing God to do and watch him show you his will in it. And then with Thanksgiving, be grateful for what you have. This is how you don't worry. This is how anxiety gets reduced. You're grateful for the fact you still have a roof over your head. You're grateful for the fact that you have health in your body. You're grateful for the fact that you can wake up and see and walk and talk. The simple things. You're grateful that you have food in your home. You're grateful. If you stay in a state of Thanksgiving and continue to make your specific requests known to God, the peace of God, that peace which reassures the heart, that peace which transcends all understanding, that peace which stands guard over your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus is yours. Did you hear that? If you keep doing those things, you keep petitioning God for the things that you desire and you keep remaining in a state of peace is what he's going to assure you. That's it. That's all. So family, kill the noise. 
or the noise is going to kill you. I love you. And I want to continue this conversation. So you know what we do. Anywhere that you love to look on social media, I am there. So Instagram at No Ordinary Church Girl, Facebook, No Ordinary Church Girl. Please be sure to leave a review. Five stars, always grace, always great. Give me some grace. Five is the number of grace. So if I've at least imparted any type of positivity, any type of uh, word that helped you and encouraged you, I would so appreciate that. It helps us to be able to expand and grow and reach more people. And that's exactly what this is for. So always, wherever you listen to podcasts, be sure to drop a review. Five stars is grace. Give me some grace, okay? <laughs> but I want to continue the conversation, so drop it in the DM and the comments when you see the post. It doesn't matter. I want us to grow together in God. So as I always say, may your Monday be far from ordinary and your week manifest to God's best. Love you.